The SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. You've heard a lot from me over the last three years, and I think I can help you. My goal is to save you money, and I'll make it easy, too. I won't waste your time with 25 questions about whether you got your G1 on a Tuesday or a Friday. Text QUOTE to 860-6008 to get started. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. So you're thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe you're a little uncertain about it. You've got questions. Of course, you want to make a smart choice. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all of your worries. First of all, Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? History report of the vehicle. Purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. Now, that's peace of mind. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. All right, welcome to our program. It's a busy one. we got lots coming up today. It's Steve along with Jimmy as we hash through the hottest stories in the world of sports and whatever. Today we'll talk about... Kind of a shocker in the Florida Panthers, as good a year as they had, they've decided to fire their coach and go with Paul Maurice. The NHL awards were last night. All anybody can talk about is Austin Matthews' hairline. Uh, looks like the PGA Tour is starting to pay attention to the Live Golf Tour, and uh, the Blue Jays are upset with balls and strikes. All still ahead today here on the SWP. James, what's going on with you today? What a good, what a what a blueprint you just laid out there. All right, unreal. Yeah, fantastic, Stevie. You, you are a professional. Huh? I have my moments. I saw this thing today, Stevie. I said, I got to tell Warnsey this. It's hilarious. I think I've told you about this before. I've got to find out who it is. It's out of, it's out of Britain. And it's a, it's a parody uh, man and woman reading headlines, like news headlines. Uh, I've told you about it before. And the one thing, <laughs> then they have these sort of mock quick stories over a minute or two and, and the one was breaking news, uh, something like um, a man today or, or, or husband today got scolded by his wife for saying what he was thinking. <laughs> I got I should have done my homework to find out what site it is, but why are the Florida Panthers getting rid of their coach? Well, uh, I guess they decided they liked Paul Maurice, and given that uh, Andrew Burnett was a last-second fill-in at the start of last season for Joel Quenville because of the whole Kyle Beach affair, uh, I guess they figured that, yeah, sure, he had the President's Trophy this year and like 51 wins, and uh, he was a Jack Adams nominee, but I guess wow. they thought, well, we can do better than that, than that even well, I, yeah, I don't get it. No, I mean, I'm trying to justify it. They, I mean, Paul Maurice is a bigger coaching name than Andrew Brunette was at the start of this season. And let's be honest, I mean, Florida ran into the Tampa Bay Lightning in the middle of their dynasty. They got swept mm-hmm. by them in the second round. So they mm-hmm. did not get out of the second round, and they obviously want to do better than that. But I would caution the Florida Panthers that Paul Maurice has failed to get out of the second round 21 times as a head coach in this league. So... Don't think that that guy's the be-all, end-all. Yeah, I may be answering my own question because I, I remember you... Uh, well, I hope I answered it. Yeah, you, no, no, you did. But I brought up a while ago when you showed me those eight 
those eight coaches that were in the pool, right, who, who didn't have jobs. It was six or eight coaches that you showed. And I remember saying, well, some of these guys are going to get jobs because teams are going to look at them going, okay, our coach is okay, but I want that guy. So that's what happened there. Because remember I said the Sens, sorry, DJ, but the Sens should hire one of these guys. Yes. Uh, so I guess that's what they did, you know, but but I didn't think it would be a fucking team <laughs> that knocked it out of the park the year before, you know? Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. The Panthers had their best season in their history. What? And so, yeah, and so DJ Smith, on the other hand, in Ottawa, well, he's coming off three straight missed playoffs by a long shot. And this third year, you know, he, he took a step back. They actually had a few fewer points than the year before. So it's 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 not a great comparison because, I mean, anybody – you know, anybody around the NHL outside of Ottawa would look at the Sen situation if they decided to make a coaching change. They wouldn't bat an eye at that. Right. But Andrew Brunette, again, helped the Panthers capture the President's Trophy. That's no small thing. To me, I know the two months of the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's, it's a war of attrition. It's every other night. It's hard. I get that. But mm-hmm. the President's Trophy, that's a hard thing too. Almost as hard. You have to have sustained excellence over what? Seven, eight months? You became mm-hmm. the best team of seven or eight months. That to me is a way, way better barometer of who your best team in your league was. So when you get down to a short series, anything can happen, particularly when you're taking on a two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. No, I, I, I won't mince words. The Panthers are boneheads for doing that today. There you go. There you go. That a boy. Wow. Bonehead Panthers. But Paul Maurice has been in the league 24 years. He's gotten to the third round three times. Right. So it's not like this guy's an automatic answer here. It's been a while since he's been anywhere close to getting out of the second round as an NHL head coach. I will say this about him. He is outstanding when it comes to talking a good game. He is as eloquent as they come. I'd listen to a podcast by him. I'd listen to him on TSN. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that he's all that as far as a head coach goes. I mean, so much so that he's a slam dunk improvement on Andrew Burnett. Brunette's been in the league one year as a head coach, and look what he did. He deserved another year at least. Right, right. Well, they did in Edmonton, right? That guy was a, was an interim coach, and they gave him a three-year deal the other day. Woodcroft. Yeah, and he did basically, I mean, he, didn't, he had a smaller sample size. He came in a little later after Dave Tippett got fired, but it's the same sort of story. To- and totally made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. Sign the guy to threes. Yeah, give him a, give him a deal. Hundred percent. Right. That would that that makes perfect sense. They they go to the you know for the first time in Connor McDavid's career they went to the third round. So that's that's saying something. It's really really hard to win in the NHL, and I think that sometimes we're getting lost on that. I see you know the situation with Florida today. I saw you know with the Boston Bruins. Like who mm-hmm. do you guys think you are? You he won fifty one games in the six years he was the Boston Bruins head coach. He never had a a winning percentage below six fifty. You're talking Cassidy here. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And so with Cassidy, he gets fired. And to me, that's like, what are you doing? Have you got a, right. have you got a game plan? Have you got a Paul Maurice? No, they don't even have their coach named yet. So that might be even worse than Florida. Florida's mm-hmm. got a guy that's, you know, seasoned and they like, I get. They think that can be an upgrade on an interim coach who's just getting started in his NHL career. In Boston, that made no sense to get rid of Cassidy when you've got nothing up your sleeve. You're just going to interview a bunch of people. That, that must have been a personality conflict of some kind between Cam Neely and the Bruins and um, Don Sweeney. You go, Stevie. I like yeah. it. You go. All, right. <laughs> All those teams are boneheads. Warren, quote. Yeah. Nice. 
I don't like it. You I don't, don't get this revved it. up very often, Stevie. I like it. I like it. Oh, I can get revved up. Uh, did you watch any of the NHL Player Awards last night? Not a, not for one second. I didn't. No, I just saw. I just saw the highlights. I was in the same boat. Uh, oh, some of your highlights. Well, uh, Austin Matthews wins the big stuff. The Ted Lindsay Award, most outstanding player, is voted on by the NHL players themselves, which I still don't get. I predicted ten years ago that this award, it was a Pearson Award before this, but they renamed it a few years ago to Ted Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I thought that that award is going to absolutely surpass the Hart Trophy as the most prestigious award there is. Because it's the players who right. know. The players know who the MVP is. The media doesn't know that. They look at it. The media just looks at the stats. He's got lots of goals and assists, so he right. must be the best player. Um, and that can be true, but it's not always true. And I'll trust the player's opinion way ahead of the uh, the the media. Anyway, mm-hmm. Austin Matthews won both awards, so it's fine. He wins the heart, uh, too? Yeah, he won the heart, which is oh, voted on by Connor the, didn't get it. Wow. No, no, he did not. And uh, I think it was a fairly convincing win, I believe, over Connor McDavid. The Vesna Trophy, you knew that would go to Shesterkin because he was up for the Hart Trophy as well. So uh, he gets the uh, Vesna Trophy very, very easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, Detroit Red Wings defenseman Mo Sider wins Rookie of the Year. And uh, a lot of people thought Trevor Zegras might get that. I don't know. Somebody was like going up and down. Who was it? I so it should have been an automatic, given what he's mean meaning to the game, because he's the guy with all the trick shots, right? He oh yeah, yeah, have, right, right, right. Lacrosse yeah. move and all these little tricky plays that John Tortorella complained about. But it's like, well, that's a, that's nice that he can do a skills competition. That's good. Occasionally right. score a goal doing so. But the game of hockey is a little more than just trick shots. And Mo Sider is an absolute beauty. But I saw some people saying, oh, what he did on YouTube and and what he did for growth of the game and getting young eyeballs on the NHL. Okay, fine, he did that, but we're talking about who was the best rookie of the year as far as hockey players go, not trick shot artists. Right. So. But he still gets it anyway. No, no, Mo Sider did. I'll be all right, Steve. I was trying to follow along here. <laughs> Sorry. I thought McCarr was a rookie. That's how, that's how much I'm out of it, or may, maybe yeah. he was. Yeah. No, he's in his fourth year in the NHL. I thought so, Steve. Mm-hmm. He's not a rookie anymore. Right? Yeah, he's, no. he's, he's a young man, though. He's definitely a young man. And Kale McCard does win the Norris Trophy. And that was a close one. Roman Yossi was the leader. Like, he was right up there among the scoring leaders, not just the defenseman scoring leaders. And a lot of people thought that he might get it. Because, of course, the playoffs don't count in the voting process. Yossi's mm-hmm. been out of it for a while now. Got swept in the first round by McCarr and the Avs. But... uh yeah, Makar ends up winning the thing, and I think it'll be the first of many, many. He's 24. He's got yeah. a long career in front. Is it 24? I better double-check that. He's young, though, early 20s. And we get to watch him tonight. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's... The Bobby it's Orr, as uh, Gretzky called him. The new Bobby Orr. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is a bit much. Easy, Gretzky. He, he's certainly no, got that potential. Down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's not just because we're comparing him to Bobby Orr. I said this in a previous episode. We're talking about everybody between Bobby Orr and Kale McCarr. Larry right. Robinson, Denny Potvin, I could go on. There's been lots right. of guys that uh, Kale McCarr has not eclipsed where they have been. Um, right. So we should get some golf talk because there is golf news. 
Mm. And uh, let me see here, time-wise. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and take our break here and come back with some golf talk because the PGA Tour has reacted fairly strongly, like not just complaining like they've been doing for the last month, talking about the Live Golf Tour, what uh, is a joke, and blah, 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 blah. They've made major changes to their PGA season and the purses that are up for grabs because of Live. We'll get to that coming up let's after. Let's talk about the, it. Yes. yes, let's get up to that after these words. At Jim K. Ford, the 2022 Ford Bronco SUV is ready to help you shift your perspective and push boundaries on your terms. With a newly available manual transmission with the Sasquatch package, our pal Drake Batherson, who of course is a regular contributor to the Sens Nation podcast. He drives a Jim K. Ford Bronco. You should order yours today exactly the way you want it. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. Do you ever wonder how to answer the questions your insurance company is asking? What do they really want to know? Like I drive to work, but only twice a week. Let me deal with it for you. I'm literally an expert. I'm on your side virtually for free. Text me, Jared Gerard, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe you're a little uncertain about it. Of course, you want to make a smart choice. Everybody does. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, history report of the vehicle, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more? That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. So the PGA Tour, James, as mentioned, yes, mm-hmm. they are really taking Live Golf seriously because they've rolled out today, here on Wednesday, June 22nd, a whole series of major new initiatives and paydays designed to combat the growing threat that the live golf tour now represents. So basically live is taking deep cuts out of the tour, promising more freedom, more importantly, more money, a lot more money. What was the purse on the weekend of the Canadian open and the live tour? I think it was like three and a half times you had uh right. Charles right. Schwartzel won the first live tour event and he got 4.6 or something like that. Whereas Rory was under two million, so right, do right. the math after that. So that gives you a feel for the money we're talking about, and uh, so some of the big names are out there: Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia have all jumped to live, and with the possibility that more defections may lie ahead, you hear the names Colin Morikawa, you hear Ricky Fowler. So mm-hmm. to head all that off, the Commissioner Jay Monahan announced a bunch of changes. They're going to go. Away from the current wraparound calendar, which starts in October, and return to the calendar year season. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the FedEx Cup playoffs, FedEx Cup playoffs to be cut from 125 to 70 as far as players. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have the chance to play their way into exempt status through six fall events. And um, yeah, and there's a bunch of other things in there as well with money. Uh, the Players' Championship is going to increase to 25 million, and the FedEx Cup winner. We'll get $18 million. That thing just keeps going well, up and up. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's that's um, crazy for sure. What do you what, think? What, what I don't get, Steve, is um, if they're trying to attract players to stay at the, you know, to stay with the PGA, the one thing you said there that I'm not sure I understand, if you're trying to do that, why are you cutting the FedEx from 125 to 70 guys? Right? Hmm. That seems backwards to me. So I'm not, I'm not, 
I guess I got to take a deeper dive into this thing. But you know what I mean, Stevie? That does, if you're trying to keep players in the PGA, well, allow more in your events, right? Yeah. So anyway, that, that's kind of that's kind of weird. But um, you know, I I keep hanging on Stevie to what you know. Monahan is backing way up here from what he was what he was like two weeks yeah. ago or a week ago. Okay, he's he's going to be embarrassed if they if they start to quote him from what he was saying you know, a couple of weeks ago, right? This is terrible. It's greed. They're just going for money, blah, blah, blah. And what does he do? Turn around and say, okay, we're going to increase it. We're going to make more money, increase the cash. So uh, Jay Monahan better stand down a little bit. I thought he spoke too soon, to be honest with you about it. When he went on live TV there with Jim Nance and Jim Nance asked him some tough questions. And I don't think he had the right answers. He, he looked like he was kind of a deer in the headlights a little bit. Uh, and I think he's going to, you know, that he looks at it today and obviously says they're not going away. Mm-hmm. They're not going away. The thing to me, Stevie, mark my words, my friend, has merger written all over it. It has some sort of, we got to sit down at the table and come up with some sort of awesome uh, fields and tournaments and, and you know, on the international level, I, I think it's going to happen. You know, I think it's going to happen. Um, but don't you think Liv has got almost everybody by now? I'm sure they've approached anybody of any consequence that's on the PGA Tour as far as golfers go. And they, obviously there's still some guys thinking about it. Some are trickling over now for the second event, like a Patrick Reed or a Brooks Kepka who just announced this week that he was doing. You know, like To me, it, it would seem to me that everybody now that the Live Golf Tour might be interested in on the PGA Tour – will have already received invitations and clearly aren't that interested. No, I, I think this is what this is what the Live Tour, I think, is going to do. I think they're going to make it like team sports. And, you know, the, the tough part, Steve, with playing pro golf is, is, is there's no guaranteed money, right? Unless you're at the Live Tour. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the, 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 the toughest thing playing that pro golf, Steve, is, is the... 95% of the guys that are hit and miss on making cuts that have got 300,000 a year in expenses and, and only made 400 grand or, you know, or, or, or less. Right. Uh, I think Liv is going to look at that and say, well, we should pay, we should pay them guaranteed contracts. We should. And, and I think they're going to start to pay guys a million or 2 million bucks. Uh, you know, a bunch of guys. What's, what's another hundred million to those guys, Steve, and they can, and they can get 50 guys. Mm-hmm. You know, fifty no names who are you know fighting their way through, or or a hundred Steve, you know that would be interested in at you know if you say okay I'm going to give you a million dollars minimum guaranteed, yeah. uh, that that so they're doing what all golfers you know pound the podium about you know I'll tell you what's tougher sport you know we got to play for diapers we got to play for diapers um, you know the top twenty guys in the world don't right because they're the top 20 in the world. But that's what I think might happen. That's I, I, I'm pretty sure. And Jay Monahan's going to be caught again a little bit, I think, on this. That 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 the attraction, the attraction isn't uh really the overall purses at the PGA or not or the or the winning winning dough. The the attraction for the live is the guaranteed cash, right? Do you think Dustin Johnson gives a shit if he makes two million or three million on an event? I don't think so. Do you think Ricky Fowler, who can't get status, 
has been approached to say, we're going to give you two, three million bucks. He's a great marketing play, right, Ricky? Mm-hmm. Right? Puma would love that, right? To have him over there playing. So <clears throat> that's what I think is going to happen. I, th- I think they're going to give guys guaranteed money like a hockey player does, like a, like a baseball and a basketball player and every other pro athlete. Well, certainly most of them are getting the guaranteed money, right? Dustin Johnson yeah. got 125, Phil got 200 million. Um, so that that's already happening. I'm sure that everybody that's gone over has gotten that guaranteed money. Are you saying that they'll sweeten the pot and add even more money to the guys who are still resisting? You know, your Jordan Spieths and your Justin Thomases and your Rory McIlroys. Well, no, I think I think I think Rory and Jordan they're they're in the same pool as Dustin, right? They're they're going to be getting the, the the huge cake, the big cake. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 talking I'm I'm talking about uh, I, I'm talking about Mackenzie Hughes, okay, right? I'm talking about uh, you know I don't I don't know uh, Damon there Joel Joel Damon or whatever, right? Dolman, what the fuck's his name? Anyway. Uh, he was in the hunt there at the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, those guys, you know, you're Adam Hadwin, right? You're not giving Adam Hadwin $100 million, but you might offer him five, right? You might, you might offer Mac Hughes, Corey Connors, right? This guy, this guy may get three, four, five, eight million guaranteed. And you, know, right? you don't think that's already happened? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's on the table. I, I think there probably is a million offers out there, Steve. We just haven't heard of them yet, right? The right. only guys that are stepping forward was kind of the, of that ilk were Ricky Fowler, right? Who's who's I, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, I just think I, we'll if, I'm, if I'm if I'm running live and I've got unlimited funds, I'm up there taking my best swing, my best shot right out of the gate before the live tour starts, um, so that I have the best possible field. And I, I, I just I, my feeling is is that um, we've already had an event, and unless you're sweetening the deal. I don't see this massive exodus going on on the PGA Tour because I feel like anybody of substance or relevance will have already been approached by Liv, but I don't know what's going on behind the scenes there. I do find it interesting, though, that the PGA reacted as they did today because uh, I, as a golf fan, I have not been taking Liv that seriously because I watched a bit of it on YouTube, the first event, and it didn't do anything for me. I, I mean, there's oh, like there's little graphics beside guys' name to indicate they were on the Stingers or the right, Dippity right, Doos right. team. That's it was a like, stupid thing. Yeah. What is this like a this like a public school track day or something? We've given ourselves cute little names, and and there's just no there's no meaning behind these events to me. It might as well be any rank and file exhibition match, which I also never watch. Well, I don't I, I don't think Monahan's doing enough. Like the Live Tour, these guys go to the Live Tour, Steve as we all agree for the cash. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's too big to turn down. Monaghan says, okay, here's how we're going to compete. But back to what I was saying earlier, it makes no sense. We're going to cut the field of qualifiers from 125 to 70. Well, that's one of the biggest attractions of the PGA tour is yeah, I get a shot at that 15 story. mil. That does huh? not. You're right. You're right. That does not make sense. There's got to be more it, to that story. Th- th- it just makes no sense to me. The other one is we're going to end the season in October uh, so we don't have this wrap around. You don't have to. You don't have to play in a bunch of events. Right? So I'm going. Uh, I, I don't care. I don't care if I had to play November golf or December golf. So uh, that's not enough there, Stevie, for me to go. Oh, there we go. Okay, now yeah, no way I'm going to live. I'm going to stay here because I get to stop in October. Um, I think probably what they're doing there, Stevie, is is without admitting it, Steve, the PGA Tour is saying, okay, can you just have your tournaments 
on those dates that we don't have PGA events. Right. I see. Right. Right. That there's let, let, let's, you know, at some point, Steve, they're going to get on the phone together. Uh, Prince Ashish Ashish is going to talk to Monaghan and say, okay, let's not conflict with a bunch of dates here. In the meantime, you know, let's, let's just do that right away. Okay. So these guys got Monaghan over a barrel. The guy, the guy jumped in about, you know, they, they, they called his bluff and he jumped, right? Went to the media today, said, here's what we're doing. I just don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. I, well, I, it certainly would encourage me if I'm running the live golf tour and I'd be an awful person if I were. Totally. But if, if I were, I would just be looking at that as like, oh, we've affected things. You know, sure. we've got, we have this guy not on the run yet, but you know, what we're doing here is moving the needle so that would encourage me if I'm running the live golf tour. But, uh, you know, I, I agree with you that the PGA guys who see these things, I'm not sure it was very well structured from Monaghan because uh, everybody that's basically staying on the PGA tour and saying no to live is doing so because the money isn't everything. And so you slip them a little extra something, something for the purse, muck around with the schedule a little bit. I'm sure like an Adam Hadwin would go, all right, that's nice. But they've already declared to the stay, money isn't ever- to stay with the PGA. Well, not even not even that. I don't think it moves the needle. I think they've decided to stay with the PGA and not live. And what Monahan did today isn't really affecting anything. Right. Uh, again, again, the noise I made earlier. Adam Hadwin would probably go, oh, "Okay, that's nice. Sure, yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, fine." But it's certainly not a, a game changer in any way, shape, or form. Deciding on what tour you want to play for. Here's the other thing, Stevie. You're right. Here's the other thing. If you want to try and, uh, you know, keep players uh, with the PGA Tour, okay, uh, to compete against live, what I might do is say, okay, let's add some more events. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's give these guys, we do play every week. I don't, I don't know. But but is, is it every single week? I don't know. But let, let's let's work something out where we... You know, I don't know, fifty weeks are, are filled a year, but but let's 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 add some more events. Let's add two, three more events. So the the you know the the lesser known guys look at it and go, well, there we go. At least I got another shot, another week. You know, but what they do, less events. So I don't. Yeah, I'm 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 right with you, Stevie. I'm right with you. It doesn't quite add up, Jay. You know that I'm going. Okay, no more live. I'm going to turn down the eight mil a year from live or two mil. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not. No, he, he trumpeted. He, he sounded the alarm. And he, he basically told the Live Golf Tour, hey, stop it. Yeah, you I'm going to jump them out. Now, what are they going to do next, Stevie? You know, what are they going to yeah. do next? Absolutely. No, I think it was, uh, honestly, it was a sign of weakness. That's what he declared right there, in my opinion. Big sign of weakness from the PGA Tour. These guys are getting to them. They're starting to worry. And they go, by doing so, you galvanized, not massively. I think the Live Golf Tour is going to be at this for quite a while here. We're talking years. I do think it will eventually fail, but I think that, uh, so they're already pretty galvanized to start with, but I think this just in a small way galvanizes them a little further. And then they might, good. They, they, they might have an event, Steve. They might take an event and go like this. Okay. So everyone's freaking out because they got a $30 million purse. Okay. Instead of our, our largest is 15 or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's through the roof. 50. Most of them are eight, nine, 10 mil, right, Steve to 11, 12 mil. So they do the $30, $35 million purse. They might go, listen, we want to take a shot at the Masters, okay? Which is the 
preeminent event. Okay, Steve, preeminent, is that right? Pre, did I say that That's right? That's it. That's uh, it. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We want a tournament where we have absolutely the top hundred guys in the world. Okay. Okay. So the purse is going to be a hundred million. Okay. Steve. That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot of dough. Okay. It's going to be 50 mil. Okay. So everyone's getting a million bucks guaranteed last place money, Steve, last place money, 1 million. Okay. Or 500 <laughs> grand or something. You know, they, 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 they're, they're not finished here yet. Stevie, these guys, they're not finished here at all. You know, your, your FedEx cup shit, Steve, they're going to go like this. Oh yeah. Okay. We got the shell cup. Okay. And the guy wins 50 mil. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're going to kill them on it. They're, they're just sitting back going, we don't need ideas. Let's just steal their ideas and triple the purse. Right. Monaghan's going to be bashing his face into the wall. going, stop. <laughs> right? I just don't think the PGA is in truly in any trouble until you, you actually have some serious ratings Maybe right. that'll come. Maybe maybe the golf public will be inspired by big purses. I don't think they will. I think they're mm-hmm. more into tradition and the legacy of the best events. The Masters would be, you know, the, the the biggest one. Of course, the live guys will get to play in that, but I use that just as an example. I just don't think until the ratings are there, and again, I watched a bit of that on YouTube. I'm not going to be back to watch that anytime soon. They could put $1 billion in the purse for the winner of the live golf event that still would not affect me because it's gotten to an abstract stage anyway dustin johnson already has more money than his great 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 grandkids know what to do with so how can that inspire anybody that this really insanely wealthy gets gets even more insanely wealthy so that's the that's the that's what'll do it for the live golf tour i want to wrap it up there if you don't mind because i gotta go Um, okay yeah so i had a great point to make Real quick, go ahead. So here's the, here's the fear, Steve. Here's the unknown over there. So do they want sponsors or not? Does does Liv look at this going, we're going to attract sponsors or not? I, I don't know. I don't think they give a shit about it right now. Here's the other issue, Steve, that, that can happen over there. They go, we'll get sponsors, okay? I own this country, okay? I own this country. I own the school system. I own all the malls. I own every high rise, and I own this tour. <laughs> and I'm going to go to uh, Kia, the, 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 a car company, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Kia. I'm going, you're sponsoring these next events. And if you don't, I'm not going to let you sell cars in my country anymore. <laughs> like, you know or what I mean? We'll, or, we'll, or we'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, okay, we got to go right. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, our website is stevewproject.com. You can contact us there if you want to get a hold of us. Any feedback, anything you'd like to hear us talk about in the show, that would be great. And a shout out to Keenan Thompson of Saturday Night Live fame. He once again emceed the NHL Awards last night and got off one of the great bits of leaf bashing of all time. He said, uh, right when the show's wrapping up and they're about to go to credits, he's wandering out, the music's playing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being with us. Hey, congratulations to Austin, Austin Matthews. It's uh, it's great to see the Leafs finally win something in June. So, good night, and they cut him off. They cut his mic off completely. Oh, no. The NHL's like, oh, no, he's mocking the Leafs. He's oh, mocking no, the Leafs. that's hilarious. Cut the mic. It was so funny. Anyway, we'll call it quits right there. James, we'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Good night, everybody. We'll see you.